inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Have you ever watched somebody do something and you just shake your head? <laughs> Have you ever heard the saying, you know, what, were you grown up in a bar? Did you grow up in a barn? Shut the door. Do you ever watch shows like the Maury Povich show or Jerry Springer and wonder what map of reality these people can be in? You know, I used to watch the Jerry Springer show and think, man, these people on this show think they're normal. See, if they thought they were freaks, they want to be on the show nationwide showing everybody their dirty but they think they're normal. And really, that's what we're going to talk about today on Like It Matters Radio. Matter of fact, you are in for a great week because I'm going to start a series this week on leadership principles. And, you know, my forte, I do a lot of things, you know, daily radio show. I do wayofwarrior.blog. I'm a pastor. Uh, man, I I'm, seem to be a biker nowadays. I've never been on a motorcycle, but I'm uh, at all kind of biker events. I do a lot of things, but really my forte... Uh, where I've got my feet wet, where I've got my grounding, uh, is in leadership. Uh, my uh, For 31 years, almost 32 years now, uh, I've been doing intensive leadership training. Matter of fact, next week I'll have a class in Dallas-Fort Worth here, uh, September uh, 21 through 23. Uh, and leadership. Uh, and, and what we're lacking today, and there are a lot of things, but leadership, good leadership, is one of those things, and so this week we're gonna we're gonna hit some leadership principles. And leadership is an art; uh, we could call it a skill, but it's really the determination to move people. Really, that's what leaders do; they move people uh, for a purpose. A good quality of a leader is the ability to motivate people. Right? You've heard that before. Well, what do you think motivation is? Motivation is the ability to move people to a place where they might not be able to get to on their own. Parents, it's our job. Managers at work, leaders at work, that's our job. Mentors, that's our job. Sages, pastors, parental figures, that's our job to move people to a place where they might not be able to get to on their own. But can I tell you the number one issue, the number one determining factor? You ready for this? It's called reality. Remember Robin Williams? You say reality, what a concept. Well, it really is an interesting concept. Because reality is one of those weird things because we've heard it for a long, long time about truth. What's true for you uh, might not be true for me, right? Well, let me ask you. Are you using Eastern or Western religion or, or, or theory or logic when you say two times two is four? See, whether you're in China or Japan or Russia or the Middle East, two times two is always four. Four. 
So we can agree on that, but there's so many things in life we can't agree on. Our reality dictates our actions. It also dictates our attitude, our approach, and our level of satisfaction. And since we're being honest, reality, what a concept, right? Reality can be a prison or it can be a paradise. It's all in the frame we put around it. I heard a long time ago, two men sit behind bars. One sees mud, the other sees stars. Two men sitting behind bars. One sees mud, the other sees stars. Reality can be a prison or it can be a paradise. It's all in the frame we put around it. And in working deeply with people for over three decades, it is apparent. You ready for this one? Nobody responds to reality. Now, I did not say there is no reality. Stop that. I said nobody responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality, our perception of reality. And as we will learn today on Like It Matters Radio, the map is not the territory. So in today's hour of power, I want to gift you with a leadership principle. And that principle is position changes perception and with that i'm going to share one of my favorite poems you've heard it before and if you've heard it before i want you to listen to it for the very first time this is a beautiful poem by valerie cox a woman was waiting at an airport one night with several long hours before her flight she hunted for a book in the airport shop bought a bag of cookies, and found a place to drop. She was engrossed in her book, but happened to see that the man beside her, as bold as could be, grabbed a cookie or two from the bag between, which she ignored to avoid a scene. She munched cookies and watched the clock as the gutsy cookie thief diminished her stock. She was getting more irritated as the minutes ticked by, thinking, if I weren't so nice, I'd blacken his eye. With each cookie she took, he took one too. When only one was left, she wondered, what's he gonna do? With a smile on his face and a nervous laugh, he took the last cookie and broke it in half. He offered her half, as she ate the other. She snatched it from him and thought, oh, brother, this guy has some nerve and he's also quite rude. Why, he didn't even show any gratitude. She had never known when she'd been so galled and sighed with relief when her flight was called. She gathered her belongings and headed to the gate, refusing to look back at that thieving ingrate. She boarded the plane and sank in her seat, then sought her book, which was almost complete. As she reached in her baggage, she gasped with surprise. Why, there was her bag of cookies in front of her eyes. If mine are here, she moaned with despair. Then the others were his, and he wanted to share. Too late to apologize, she realized with grief she was the rude one.
the ingrate, the thief. Sometimes we think we're giving, but we're really taking. I'm sure all of us can relate to times in our lives when we we felt absolutely certain our perceptions were right, only to find the truth in a totally different light. Have you been the cookie thief more times than you'd like to admit? See, a leadership principle is when you change your position, you change your perspective. Today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to tell you, I don't care what's going on in your world. There are only three ways to see any situation. They are called the perceptual positions in my study of neuro-linguistic programming. Today I'm going to share stories. I'm going to talk about people who had one position, but then by having some understanding, by stepping out of their map of reality into another person's map of reality, With that comes understanding, and with that understanding changes their perception. And when we change our perception, we truly change our reality. Because nobody responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality, which is our perception of reality. And the map is not the territory. Why do you need to know this? Because this gives you power. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power. It is our freedom. So make sure you stay tuned because I'm going to unpack a lot for you. You don't want to miss today's show. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-246-1687. 800-246-1687. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church, uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just, I, I feel rejuvenated, if that makes sense, that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night. You know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for for me right yeah. now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's 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 really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional, That's okay. but it's 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 amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like It Matters' unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. This week on Like It Matters Radio, we are going to cover some leadership principles. And one of my principles I hit so often, which a lot of people are confused by, is this. When you change your position, you change your perspective. See, that's the key. 
it's all about location, 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 right? One, what are the three most important reasons to buy and sell real estate? Location, location, location. Well, the same with us. And today I'm going to cover, there are many different ways to see any situation, but I might suggest it's a fixed number. Three. There's not a thousand ways. There's not 800 ways. There's not 15 ways. There are only three th ways to see any situation. I'm going to cover what I call the perceptual positions. And for those that know, uh, master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming. And this, this show is silent. Uh, science. Silence is science. Uh, this is not opinion. This is not Sean Handy. Uh, although I like Sean Handy. I wish I had his money. I wish I had his following. But this is science. Uh, transactional analysis, neuro-linguistic programming, multiple intelligences. For those that don't know, that's Dr. Howard Gardner's work at, at Harvard. Uh, logotherapy. Talk about that a lot with Dr. Victor Frankel. Uh, Kani, uh, Dr. W. Edwards Deming's constant never-ending improvement, which basically took Japan from a nuclear devastated country within 30 years to competing with America on their own soil. That's how good Kani is. Emotional intelligence, uh, Dr. Dan Goldman and many others. Uh, epigenetics, uh, really cutting edge with Dr. Caroline Leafs doing a lot of work there right now. Uh, Bruce Lipton, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. And then I, I wrap it all up in the word of God. Uh, so I take psychology, biology, uh, sociology, uh, theology, and I put it all together. If you don't know what ology is, ology just is the study of something. And one thing I learned a long time ago working with people on an intense level is that our eyes and our feet are connected. You see, our feet move in the direction of our eyes and our eyes move in the direction of our feet. Now I'm playing with that a little bit, but you know what I'm saying. We look in the direction we're moving and we move in the direction we're looking. You know, clear vision, which all leaders have, is really three questions. Where am I now? Where am I going? And what will it take to get there and how long? And of those three questions, I know it's gonna sound strange, but probably one of the most important questions is question number one. Where am I now? It's position. You know, it's the guy who's out in the cornfields. He's driving through Nebraska. He's an insurance guy, and he's driving, and there's no street signs. You know, there's just cornfields everywhere, and he's basically using state markers and road markers to tell this guy how to get to his place. And so this guy has been through Nebraska, kind of figures he knows where this place is at, and then after an hour realizes he's lost. Uh, he doesn't know where he's at. It all looks alike. There's cornfields, cornfields, cornfields for tens of th hundreds of miles. Who knows? And so now the guy's panicking because his phone service doesn't work. He's out in the middle of nowhere. And finally, after driving around, he's lost. He finally sees a farmer working a field, and he feels like, oh, my gosh, my lucky day. So he gets out of the car and goes over to the farmer, and the uh, farmer's uh, leaning on a, uh, you know, a pitchfork or something, got a big old long straw out of his mouth, like chewing a cud. You know, look at him, howdy, tips his hat. 
And the guy tells him his dilemma, tells him where he wants to go, and tells him the whole story about how he got lost. And, and that old farmer is just chewing his cud with that long string of straw hanging out of his mouth and listens to him intently for about two, three minutes and said, man, the guy ends this conversation with, hey, I just, I just need to know how do I get to there from here? And after pondering that for a couple seconds, just looking the stranger in the eyes, the farmer said, son, you can't get to there from here. And here's the problem. Location matters. Because if you don't know your starting point, then it really doesn't matter where you're going. Because you can't get to there from here. Really important. You can't get to there. It's the GPS. You know, nowadays we have our GPS in the cars, but we used to use Garmin's not too long ago, like two years ago or three years ago. And so I do a lot of travel. I take my Garmin inside. I type in the address, including the zip code dash, the four digits. I knew exactly where I was going. I'd been there before. But every once in a while, that Garmin would not give me directions. You know why? Because I'm in my house, and for some reason, the satellite can't locate me. And that satellite can't locate me, even though I know exactly where I'm going. I've been there before. I know what it looks like. I know what it sounds like. I know what it feels like. I know what it smells like. I know what it tastes like. But if I don't know my starting point, I can't get to there from here. That's an important leadership message because leadership is about moving people. And if we're about moving people, then location matters. But location matters for a lot of different other reasons, too. Location matters because there are perceptual positions. There are three perceptual positions in life. There's first position, which is self. There's second position, which is other. And there's third position, which we call observer's overview, if you will. Now, if you think about it, self is seeing things through your eyes. It's default. That's what most people live. Uh, you know, uh, what do they call those people who think the world evolves around them? Oh, they call those humans. <laughs> right? Right, John? That's call the humans, right? We all think the world evolves around us. Come on. Come on. Is this thing on? I'm here all week, guys. Right? We come from self. It's my way or the highway. My ego. I know what I want. What about me? What's in it for me? Wah, 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 wah. What about me? Self. We're naturally there. We're inside of our body. We got a home field advantage. Right? But we can't stay there. We got to venture out because we are not the center of the universe, because we all fall short of the glory of God. Because when Jesus was asked by a, a, a young ruler, oh, good rabbi, he said, who is good? Only God is good, and you ain't God and I ain't God. So in self-position, see it through our own eyes, it's a limited position. It's only through our experience, only through our flesh, only through our past, only through our beliefs, only through our prejudices. And you're one of, I don't know, what, a trillion people have been on this planet? And I'm 57 years old and walked intimately with, I don't know, 15, 20,000 people. And I know a lot, but I know nothing. Got my point? So you got to step outside. See, each one of these positions give you more information.
So you got first position with self. But if you get stuck there and you can't get out of that, we call that ego. Edging God out. My way or the highway. And no one wants to be around you for that long. Unless they have to be. Unless you're paying them well or unless you're doing something else well when the doors close. Now, second position is called other. And this is what Jesus did for us. He walked a mile in our moccasins. God himself, Yahweh, came down, took on the form of man, flesh, and for 33 years, walked in our moccasins. That's what second position is. It's other. It's the ability to get out of your belief system, get out of your map of reality, get out of your perspective, get out of your frame, and walk into somebody else's. See, that's the key when you're going to connect with someone, you're going to sell someone. Remember, selling is nothing more than gaining agreement with someone to buy your product, your service, your hand in marriage, your belief in God. And so you can never really connect with someone until you meet them in their map of reality. And that's why one of the great learning experiences in life is to get out of your experience and to step into another's experience. But you can't stay in someone else's Experience. You can't vicariously live through another person, parents, in their kids. So you got to be able to step in their experience, become them, to see how things look to them. That's called empathy, the ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. But if you get stuck there, you become a sucker. Because you think everybody else is right and you're wrong. But you need to be able to go into that second position, but also be able to move yourself back out of second position. Because you got first position, then you got third position, which is observer. Overview. Why this has such value. This is like watching an interaction on a videotape. And why it's so valuable, because it it's actually allows you to see everything without the emotion. It's actually a dissociated view. Now, if you get stuck in that position, always looking at things from over you, always out of body, always looking at yourself in the second person, uh, you're going to be dissociated in life. And there are a lot of people that are disconnected. They're emotionally flatlining. They don't go too high. They don't go too low. They're numb. They're shut down. They're self-medicated mentally, physically, psychologically. See, each of these three positions brings us a more perspective regarding the situation. And by being able to move between the three positions, it gives a leader more data to work with and to come up with more resourceful outcome conclusions. And by the way, we also have this same trifecta in our timeline. We have our past, we have our present, and we have our future. And again, when we move ourselves, we change our position, we change our perspective. And after the break, I'm going to give you some ex- specific examples of how when we move our position on the timeline, when we move our position on the perceptual positions from first position to second to third, it not only does it bring in data, but that data brings understanding. And that understanding brings mercy, brings grace, brings forgiveness, brings so much. We don't need justice. We need understanding. And that's why I mean by when you change your position, you change your perspective. After the break, we'll break it down. 
Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. 800-504-1123. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And ladies and gentlemen, my friends, my buddies, John, Lisa, Betty, Bob, hey, the time is now. Have you been driving lately? Have you been to a restaurant lately? People are angry. People are bitter. People don't want to be there. Employees think they're doing you a favor by showing up to work. It's getting ugly out there. Suicide's going through the roof. Just talked to a pastor friend of mine. I went out to a, 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 a Broken Chains, a, a biker ministry I'm a part of. Uh, and, uh, man, just hearing the, the brokenness, the pain, the hurt, the, uh, the emptiness, and, and it, it's everywhere. And the battle's in the mind, people. This is why I do what I do. This is an Esther moment for such a time as this. Uh, and be honest with you, if you look at what's going on in the papers and what's going on in the economy, if you're a man of vision, people need to get the battle of the mind uh, victorious. And they need to figure it out, the machinations and how they work and how they create experience. This is why I do what I do. Go to likeitmatters.net. Two and a half days, Leadership Awake, and I promise you, you will learn more about yourself in 48 hours with Mr. Black than you've probably learned your entire life up until now. And maybe you get to reconnect with God. Maybe you get a chance to clean up some of the hurt and pain that you've been carrying around for a long time. Maybe it's time to start a new honeymoon in that 20-year marriage. Uh, really? It's all about your reality. Uh, and I guarantee you, uh, when you come to my class, <clears throat> life's change. Reality's change. Go to likeitmatters.net. Check it out. Uh, I'll be in uh, Dallas next week. Still got some spot. I think we're 11 people. So I still got a spot or two in there. Uh, that's September 21st through 23rd. I will be, uh, at, wow, next month I'm going to be finally back up in Minneapolis. Been a while, Minneapolis. I think it's October 16th through 18th. I'll be in Minneapolis. Yay. Glad to be back in the Twin Cities. Tell me there's not going to be snow on the ground, okay? And then uh, I'll be in Vegas in November. So go to likeitmatters.net. And by the way, 
For those of you that like manna, got to be fed from heaven, uh, go to wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog, and uh, you'll see some good food there. Uh, And by the way... Follow and subscribe to our podcast, Live in Life Like It Matters. We have Like It Matters Radio, and we also have another podcast. We have two podcasts, Live in Life Like It Matters, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, more. Just search for Living Life Like It Matters or Like It Matters Radio. And and my producers are pretty good. Usually within an hour of being off the radio live, uh, our this radio show, Like It Matters Radio, is posted on Salem site. And you can just go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com. Com. Uh, download, share, listen, please. We get credit, we get points, uh, and we start moving up the chain, and then we can start getting some uh, revenue dollars to support what we're doing. Today, we're talking about leadership principle. Today, we're talking about the principle, you change your position, you change your perception. I love to write. And every once in a while I get writer's block. I call it creative constipation where, you know, it's just not coming out and uh, starts coming a little bit and then not coming out. Starts coming out. Uh, Some of the most incredible poems I've ever written, stories, uh, sometimes will come to me in 5, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, uh, like a download from God. And then other times it's really work. It's really work. I haven't had enough creative fiber or something because nothing's coming out. And so stories about a guy who had a writer's block. He had to get an article out, but he, he just... It wasn't coming to him. So his friend said, listen, I got a beach. Uh, uh, I mean, I got a condo on the beach out in uh, California here. Why don't you come on down? Uh, no one's out there. You can hang out there for the weekend. Just relax. Sip, sip on some vino. Listen to the waves crash. Do some surfing, whatever. Uh, perfect setting for the creative juices to flow. So the guy takes him up on his offer and said, great, I'll go out there, appreciate it. And so he goes out there the first night. He's he's sitting on the balcony and uh, uh, deck out there and just uh, listen to the waves crash, the sun setting. And he looks down the beach and uh, he's amazed. He's, it looks like there had been trash dumped all over the beach. It's like, what's going on, man? It looked like dumpster after dumpster after dumpster after dumpster Gross. of trash had been dumped along the beach. And as he continues to look and kind of survey the situation, he sees a person, looks like a man. He doesn't know it's far away. And they're, they're going from this pile of trash, and this, it's huge. And then going back to the water. And, and, and they're doing it almost a rhythmic kind of way, almost like a dance, if you will. They go to the big trash pile, stop, pause, and then do this little dance, go back to the, the water's edge and pause and stop and do that back and forth. He didn't think anything of it. You know, it's California. I've read things, you know. So uh, next night, he's sitting out there again, sitting out there on the, on the deck, Listen, to waves crash, smelling the seawater, uh, just beautiful night, filling it, sipping on some good vino. And he looks down the beach again, and he, he sees what looks to be the same thing he'd seen the night before. It looked like there's been dumpster after dumpster after dumpster after dumpster of trash that had been dumped on the beach. And again, in the middle of it, it looks like a person, looks a little disheveled, not sure, it's far away. And he sees this person do this little jig going back and forth from the trash to the water's edge to the trash to the water's edge. Now the guy just can't get off his mind. He's had a little bit to drink, too. He's got a little bit of buzz. So he figures, I'm going to go see what's going on, you know. And so he puts on a coat and starts walking along the beach. And as he gets closer... He realizes what's going on. And here is today's leadership principle. When you change your position, you 
change your perspective. And so he was so far away that he couldn't see what was going on. But as he got in the game, as he moved, and he got closer to the situation, he saw exactly what was going on because he changed his position. So his perspective changed as well. See, this wasn't trash. These were starfish. Thousands upon thousands upon tens of thousands of starfish that washed upon the shore. And now he sees what's going on. This man, he does look disheveled. Looks like he might be homeless or just love on the beach, maybe. And he'd go and pick up a single starfish in no hurry at all. And then dance over the water's edge, put it in the water and stay there as he watched it swim off into the deep. Now this guy is really perplexed because as he's sitting there watching from afar, he realizes this guy's going to barely make a dent. It won't even be noticeable. And so with that, he kind of feels a little like frustrated. Like, dude, what are you doing? I watched it last night. I'm watching now. I mean, there are these thousands upon thousands, maybe tens of thousands of starfish. You're out here by yourself. You're taking up a single starfish. You're doing this little jig. You're going to the water's edge. You're slowly putting it in there. I mean, even if you started tossing them, you'd, you'd, make a lot, you'd get a lot more done. He goes, what are you doing? What a waste of your time. You, you can't be thinking you're making a difference. And with that, the gentleman who might have been homeless might have just been a beach lover. Listened to everything the man had to say. And after he was done speaking, he, he leaned down. He picked up a single starfish. He walked to the water's edge. He put it in the water. And he just watched it as it swam away. And after a few seconds of doing that, he pointed at it. And says it makes all the difference in the world to that one right there. See, when you change your position, you change your perspective. So many us, listen up. Democratic Party chairwoman who once called to defund the police carjacked and assaulted in Minneapolis. Shivanti Sathanandans, and I so apology. I really, really want to get this woman's name right. Shivanti, I'm pretty sure that's right. Sathanandan called to dismantle the Minneapolis, Minneapolis Police Department in 2020. A Democratic Party leader thanked the Minneapolis Police Department and pushed to prosecute use running wild after she was carjacked Tuesday, despite previous support for dismantling the department. Shivanti Sathandan, the second vice chairman for the Minnesota Democratic Farmer Labor Party. I think that's the Democratic Party. I don't know. It's DFL, I guess. Posted Wednesday on Facebook that she was violently carjacked by four very young men all carrying guns. And the race is not mentioned. I wonder why. Four very young men all carrying guns, she said. They assaulted her in front of her children outside their home in broad daylight. She included a photo of her head injuries, reported having a broken leg, deep lacerations on my head, bruising and cuts around her body, as well as feeling rage against the lack of accountability against criminals. Cash, no cash bail. Let them out as soon as they do something. 
This is all stuff she's for. Quote, these knew what they were doing. I have no doubt they have done this before, yet they are still on our streets, killing mothers, giving babies psychological trauma that a lifetime of therapy cannot erase with no hesitation and no remorse. Now listen to her change of position. She continued, quote, I'm now part of the statistics. Did you get the change in position? From leader, from demigod, I change of position. I'm now part of the statistics. I wasn't silent when I fought these men to save my life and my babies, and I won't be silent now. We need to, again, she goes now to illegal guns. It's all about legal guns. How does she know the gun that was used was illegal? We need to get illegal guns off our streets, catch these young people who are running while creating chaos across our city, and hold them in custody and prosecute them, period. See, it's easy to sit in a highfalutin, high-paid power position where you can do whatever you want to whoever you want. But when you have a change of position and now you go from a demigod to a victim, isn't it interesting how her tune changed a little bit? See, this is the leadership principle. You change your position, you change your perspective. I'm black. We'll be right back. You're a work in progress. A little more. A little more. Constantly under construction. That's good. To build your productive life, you need the right tools from Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio. A good golfer has a great caddy who shares the load and understands the course. Hire Mr. Black as your life caddy to live more fulfilling and successfully. If you want to get to the next level and beyond, both personally and professionally, sign up for Mr. Black's Immersive Leadership Awakening class. It's the most powerful, transformational two days you will ever experience. Stay in touch with Mr. Black and the change connected to him on your schedule with his daily podcast. Search Living Like It Matters wherever you get your podcasts. Walk along with Mr. Black as he goes to God's Instruction Manual. It's manna from the Word of God with Mr. Black's Bible teaching at wayofwarrior.blog. Build yourself up like it matters and get everything God has for you. Go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. If I was your mother and you had a drug problem, I'd grab you by the ear and make you call and get help. You can be in treatment tomorrow and start to get clean in seven days. Follow mom's advice and call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. Write this number down. 800-210-7907. 800-210-7907. That's 800-210-7907. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today... We're covering leadership principles, and today the leadership principles I'm covering is when you change your position, you change your perspective. When we can realize when there's a problem, that the problem is us. See, if we just own the problem, even if it's not us, notice that change of position, how it changes a lot, how we respond to it. See, we're talking about positions. You know, there are three perceptual positions in neurolinguistic programming. This first position, which is self. Second position, which is other. The third position, which is observer overview. 
and we move in and out of these three, three positions. See, each one of these positions gives us more data, and that data allows us to make better choices, more resourceful choices, choices based on who we are, choices based on what we want, choices based on whose we are, choices based on where we're going. That's so key. And just as we can change in the perceptual position, we also have these three points on our timeline. See, we all have a timeline. We all have a past. As a matter of fact, I think tomorrow what I'm going to talk about is one of the leadership principles is what to do with our past. Because most people have misfiled their past into their future. What happened to them yesterday dictates what's going to happen today and tomorrow. And that's good if it's good. But it's bad if it's bad. Hey, that's pretty good, John. We should write that down. <laughs> it's good if it's good, and it's bad if it's bad. Talk about it. Call me Einstein, yeah. Oh, he's Einstein. Ooh. Right? Remember, ever hear the saying, hindsight is 20-20. You ever hear the saying, youth is wasted on the young. You ever hear those? It's because when you change your position... You change your perspective. Billy Graham is probably one of the greatest men who ever walked this planet in our time. I think John the Baptist, based on what Jesus said, was the greatest of those born of women. I think Paul the Apostle was a pretty cool dude. I think Joseph uh, was pretty cool. I think Moses was a cool dude to chat with. All right. But in our time frame, I think Billy Graham's at the pretty top. And I'd say he made a lot of good choices. Life's about choices. And Billy Graham made a lot better choices than I have. I'm, I wish I was more holier uh, in my past than I have been. I can't change my past, but I, I live in a different now. I've drawn the line in the sand. And Billy Graham, you know, when he was close to death, I got this article. Billy Graham shared some regrets at the end of his life. See, when you're at the end... It looks different. See, if you really want to understand your mission in life, the key is go to the very end of your life and ask yourself this question. How do I want to be remembered? How do I want my spouse to think about me? What do I want my kids to say about me? What do I want my boss or coworkers to say about me? See, if you really want uh, to, to live your life like it matters, you begin with the end in mind. Remember when the seven habits of highly affected people? Again, location, location, location. You got to begin with the end of mind. The reason why most people don't accomplish their goals is the same reason why you buy and sell real estate. Location, location, location. You got to understand location. And boy, perception is reality. And after living our lives, at the very end of our life, things look different. What used to drive me 20 years ago doesn't drive me today. If I had to start all over again and scratch and claw and do what I did to build Like It Matters up through Empower You and to where it's going now, Way of Warrior, I wouldn't be able to do it today. I don't have the drive, the push, and a lot of that drive and push from the past came from a negative place, and I'm not in that negative place. But Billy Graham admitted making mistakes because maybe in doing so, we might learn from them. And so in death, like in life, Billy Graham's vulnerability can teach, touch, and transform our equally imperfect and sinful lives. The longest storied life of Graham is a beautiful reminder that true greatness is found in humility and that every regret we may carry is ultimately redeemable, if not in this life, then the next. 
So Billy Graham, when he was 78, said, over the years, the Billy Graham Evangelical Association, the team, became my second family without me realizing it. His wife, Ruth, says, those of us who were off traveling missed the best parts of our lives enjoying the children as they grew up. She's probably right. I was too busy preaching all over the world. Graham once told a haunting story of driving up to his house after a lengthy road trip and seeing a child playing in the grass. He silently thought how cute she was and wondered to whom she belonged, only to soon realize that he'd been gone for so many months, he no longer recognized his own daughter. I came through those years, he said, much the poorer psychologically and emotionally, he reflected. I miss so much by not being home to see the children grow and develop. He also had regrets about not being, uh, being too political, associating too close to Richard Nixon. And then this interesting is then there was race. Although widely credited for his commitment to integrating the largely uh, segregated Christian church in the South in the 60s, Graham told the Associated Press in 2005 that he regretted not participating in civil rights marches with the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. He said, I made a mistake when I didn't go to Selma. I would like to have done more. See, life looks different from the grave. You know, there's a lot of trauma. I went to uh, Eureka Springs, Arkansas over the weekend. Broken Chains, one of my bicycle, uh, motorcycle ministries. I met a guy up in Sturgis. I go to Sturgis every year. It's my ninth year, I think, eighth or ninth, I don't remember. Met a guy named Frank Gomez with and, and, and Jeff, who was a founder of uh, Broken Chains. It's an offshoot of uh, recover ministry in the church, uh, Celebrate Recovery. And so they invited me up there. And so I, I went up there and got a chance to connect and, and meet some people. And man, it was, I met some incredible people. These are people, a lot of them have prison backgrounds. They drug and addicted this drug and that drug, dead things, seeking drugs. I mean, really the dark parts of society. And that's not who they are today. But they go up there and share their testimony. It was so powerful, so moved. Richard and Tina, uh, uh, I think it's not Louisiana, they run the Louisiana chapter. And um, uh, man, uh, Dave, uh, a pastor, I think he's the president of the entire thing. Just some incredible stories about forgiveness, about overcoming. And people have made mistakes in the past, and which caused pain to their kids. Who And this was 20, 30 years ago, but they're still living in the consequences of what the kids did while they were in prison. Just really moving. And it really made me think about my dad. See... My dad and I had a very uh, tenuous relationship. He beat on us. He beat on my mom. My, uh, my brothers and sisters hated my dad, and I did too for a long time. And yet near the end of his life, I, I forgave him. Uh, he and my mom lived on our, my property. I had uh, 20 acres there in Mansfield, Texas, and I built a house for him. And they moved there and stayed with me for until the last few months of their life, and then they had to move back to Vegas because I started losing everything, lost their property, lost everything. The government hit me pretty hard and started screwing with me. And so we lost a lot. The collapse in 2008. And a lot of pain. I was in, I've been in counseling for 20 years because of the trauma from my childhood. I did a lot of things I'm not proud of. And even my first 20, I've been doing my training for 32 years now, 31 years. For the first two decades when I talked about my dad, even though I dealt with a lot of things, I'd still get emotional about the pain and the hurt and the, uh, the, all that. 
But you know what happened one time? Is my dad and I got in a big fight near the end of his life, and he wrote me this long letter, like 12-page letter. And he told me about his childhood and the beatings that he got. And how his dad would take cigarette butts and put them out on him and would beat him with everything he could. And what I understood that my dad did to us what was done to him. I had to realize that my mom and dad did the best job they could. They had a lot of their own pain, a lot of their own hurt. They had a lot of trauma and drama. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you got issues, family of origin, you got to know this. No matter what your parents did, no matter what your family did, they did the best they could. Let God be God. We got to forgive. Walk in the shoes. What did they have to go through to think it was okay to do what they did to you? It doesn't make it okay. But forgiveness is never about the other person. It's always about you. It frees you. And you deserve it. Lay it at the foot of the cross. Change a different perspective. Change your position. Go from victim to victor. Go from bitter to better. Because when you change your position, you change your perspective. I'm Mr. Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.